This broadcast is part of the IC Robots Radio Network. Visit icrobots.com for this and many other nerd slash nostalgia related podcasts. You won't be sorry for long. Adrift in the great void of space, the personnel on Moonbase Alpha have experienced so much that is strange and inexplicable. They have become accustomed to expecting the unexpected. Paul, did you hear that? You hear what? Uh, I don't hear anything unusual. Welcome to the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, a character-by-character look at the coolest heroes and villains that Marvel Comics has to offer. You can thank us later. For now, just listen. All right, Cool Breeze, we are back for another exciting episode of the Audio Handbook of the Marvel Universe, the show in which we take a look at some of the coolest heroes and villains that Marvel Comics has to offer through the lens of the seminal 1980s comic book guide, the Handbook of the Marvel Universe. Let me, uh, let me light that incense. Let me bang that gong. Let me, let me get ready for... The audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, dot, 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 Black Widow. I am not even kidding when I say I don't even know how to do this show anymore. It has been such a long time since I've done one of these. The last time I remember sitting down and doing an audio handbook for the Marvel Universe was a, uh, it was a patron-only episode on Dazzler. And I, I don't even remember doing that one, honestly. I just was over... Over on the Patreon, looking on stuff, that's at supportthereport.com. We can use all the help we can get. But I was I was over at the Patreon, and I saw this episode there, and I don't even remember doing it. So I, I guess it's been it's been a long time, but as I recall, we got kind of a cool breeze, chill out sort of vibe going, and we're gonna we're gonna flip open the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. I have the big um the big paperback edition, not the not the single issues with me right now. Excuse me, let me move my earphone cord. I just pulled my I pulled my can off my head. Let me, uh, let me see. This one is a big, fat paperback. The cover's kind of red. It's black and white on the inside. I look at this. I look at this all the time. This is one of my favorite, just, like, chill out and kind of, kind of enjoy a few moments of books. If you guys are into, uh, that, I'm sure you, I'm sure you catch the vibe right there. But the, the character we're going to take a look at today is a famous top-level Marvel character, Known as Black Widow, she's appeared in cartoons, she's appeared in movies, obviously she has her own feature film on the way. I honestly thought that that Black Widow feature film was going to be the one that was going to be like, the one that was going to get everybody back into the movie theaters. It's going to, it's going to take a Marvel movie to really like drag people in, in, in a major way, a Marvel or a Star Wars. It's going to have to be one of those, I think, exclusively in the theaters before people jump back in, but I really thought the Black Widow was going to be the one, but they've announced, uh, they announced this a while back that they're going to play that on Disney Plus and also on the, uh, on the movie screen at the same time. I do probably think I'm going to go see that one at the movie when it comes out. I, I don't know, man. I want to see the Marvel things on the biggest screen as possible, and I've been waiting for this movie forever. Like, I remember when everything started, they were talking about how this movie was finishing up, and it was going to come out, and then, like, a year later, it still hasn't, uh, hasn't come out, but honestly, I understand. I'm, I'm with it. The, the way we kind of arrange this show is we look at the character through the lens 
of the uh, handbook. We, we read the guide, we kind of ruminate and talk and just go off on that. We try to we try to drift off into the uh, multiverse and find out what we can what we can find out about each character. Black Widow has a one-page spread on one side. You get a nice uh, drawing of her. This is back in the day when she was wearing like the uh, skin-tight cat suit with the uh, spider logo on the, let's see, it's the left side of her chest. The uniform is gray. She had the short haircut. She had the short, like, 80s, like, I mean business sort of lady haircut, which the actress who played her, Scarlett Johansson, she had that very haircut, like, not too long ago, but she she had blonde hair, not the red, like, Natasha Romanoff here, which is the which is the actual factual name of Black Widow. Natasha Romanoff with an F. It can also be spelled Romanova with a V and an A. Her occupation is that of a spy. She she usually works for this team or for that team, but there's like there's like time when she's like a, a freelance spy. I wonder I wonder how that works. So you're like a freelance spy, you probably go out there and you like hack databases and you like steal plans and you steal info or whatever and then you sell it to the highest bidder. I guess whichever government gives it to you the most, rather it be the USSR or the USA or whatever it was at the time. Let's let's see. She's she has a legal status of defected from USSR, operates in the US under an extended visa authorized by Shield. So she's a citizen of Russia, but she left. She split. Now she lives here, and they let her stay. They let her stay only. Because she's willing to do work. Probably wet work, too, if you uh, know what I mean. She probably paints houses for S.H.I.E.L.D. She's a, she's a hitman for hire for our guy, um, Nick Fury. This is the old Nick Fury, the one who uh, had that Rat Pack vibe. Not the new one who's like Sam Jackson. This is back in the day, Nick Fury. Her married status is Widow, the Black Widow is in fact a Widow. She was once married to Alexei Shopnikov, who was the original. Red Guardian. I think that's all going to play out in the movie. What I've gathered from the commercials and from the toys coming out is that the guy from Stranger Things, the guy who was Hellboy, is going to play the Red Guardian. I have a Minimate. That came in an exclusive Walgreens set, and I, I got that one. I, I like the... I like the look of the character, but um, I guess he has since passed away. She has no known living relatives. None. She has been affiliated with the Avengers in the past, S.H.I.E.L.D., and she's a former partner of Daredevil. That was like a deal for a while. A lot of the early issues of Daredevil I have are Daredevil and Black Widow. They were in it to win it like Batman and Robin. Her base of operations is mobile, mobile, and she first appeared in Tales of Suspense, number 52. Let Black Widow pump you full of adrenaline when you drive. Engineered to outperform your using acoustic deflection. Black Widow's patented hourglass design improves your horsepower and torque. Horsepower and torque. Without a harsh drone sound. Horsepower and torque. Black Widow muffler. All tone, no drone. Horsepower and torque. That's weird. That's weird. Like, the best sponsorship they can give her, our, our gal Natasha, is a muffler. I, I don't know about that, man. I, I don't know if Marvel put, like, all they had behind her. If you horsepower and torque, if you know what I mean, as far as like sponsorships and products and stuff, you see like you see like Captain America underoos. You don't really you don't really see those for the Black Widow, which is which is sad. Let's let's look briefly into her origin. Upon the supposed death of her test pilot husband Alexei, Natasha Romanoff enlisted in the Soviet Espionage Agency, the KGB. That's that's wild. I wonder I wonder what the exact details of that were. Maybe. Maybe she felt like, 
Maybe she felt like she had no choice but to do this because she didn't have any other connections except for like her husband's connections in the, uh, in the K to the G to the B. I don't know. I don't know how that worked out, but it seems, seems weird. It's like, why would you, why would you follow so closely into, uh, what led to his death? Let's, uh, continue on. Already a superbly trained dancer and athlete, Romanova learned the arts of espionage and was awarded the codename Black Widow. So see, like, she already came in, like, well-trained. She was, like, a ballerina, and I think that, like, I think that, like, the world of dance, for some reason, like, leads well into the world of combat. Maybe, maybe just, you know, the athletic movements are similar. So, she quickly picked things up. She became a good spy. She became a good martial artist. It's important in life to be able to pivot. You gotta take, like... The skills that you have, the skills you already possess, and pivot them when necessary. And she did, she did really great at that. Excuse me, I'm reaching across the room to get the guide. I sat it, I sat it down for a moment. Her first field assignment was to infiltrate Stark Industries in America and assist her partner Boris in the assassination of defector Anton Vanko, a.k.a. the Crimson Dynamo. This... This kind of, sort of, took place in her first appearance in the Marvel Universe. That was in the, uh, Iron Man movie, the first, the first of the Iron Man movies. She was kind of, she was kind of, like, inside Stark Industries, as, as I recall. Was she? I don't know. Actually, that movie was so long ago that I, I can't say that I remember very much of it. And I feel bad about that. I should have done a little more research. But the whole thing does sound vaguely, uh, vaguely familiar. Anton Vaco, or whatever the chap's name was, the Crimson Dynamo, he appears... In the next version of Iron Man, Iron Man 2, he's played by, he's played by noted Soviet actor, Mickey Rourke. Tell me, what are you doing? <laughs> A double cycle. You told me double cycles, more power. Good advice. <laughs> now. The true history of Stark's name will be written. What your father did to my family over 40 years, to, to you in 40 minutes. I hope you're ready. <laughs> Just like Hank Hill said, I'll tell you what, there's never been better casting in a movie than the casting of Mickey Rourke as the, um, Crimson Dynamo. That's, that's not only an all-time Marvel classic, that is an all-time cinema classic. Let's see what else, let's see what else we got here. In her fourth mission, she was given a special uniform. Now this jumped ahead, we didn't get to hear about her second or third mission. Maybe that, maybe that, uh, famed Budapest mission that her and Hawkeye are always talking about is somewhere in there. Just like Budapest all over again! You and I remember Budapest very differently. A long way from Budapest. In her fourth mission, she was given a special uniform designed by a Russian scientist named Brushniev. She soon defected and offered her services to S.H.I.E.L.D., Supreme Headquarters International Espionage Law Enforcement Division. She has since modified her uniform and weaponry twice. Honestly, that does not give you a lot about her, uh, about her upbringing. Like, what happened in her second and third mission that made her decide, you know what, I am gonna just go ahead and I'm gonna leave Russia and I am going to join S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, honestly, you never really can't trust somebody who defects. They may seem like they're on your side right now, but if you were, if you were a Soviet, she seemed like she was on your side just, like, a few days ago. So who knows, man? Who has any idea if you could ever, like, fully trust the Black Widow. That's one of the things that makes her character very interesting, to be honest. You just don't know. You don't know. Especially in the early movies, you don't know. You don't know. Is she good? Is she bad? Can you fully trust her? Toward the end, of course, obviously. Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, starts to trust her. And when that happens, you know that, like, you know she's good to go. The Cap only has type bros. So you know at that point, 
you can count on her. But man, she is very mysterious. You can't trust a spy. You can't trust a spy in the first place. You just, you just don't do it because they sneak around for a living. And then, when they're a spy who was formerly on the other side, you can't even trust them even more, man. But, uh... She's proven herself. She's proven herself. She's a cool character. Very interesting. That that gives her, like, a neat background. It seems like up until they decided to uh, put her in the movies, they just, like, they just didn't give her enough to do, right? She has a cool backstory, cool costume, cool everything, cool name. Her name is Snappin' Cool. They just, they couldn't think of anything fun for her to do. This is the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe Black Widow. Since 1957, Black Widow has been delivering quality custom bows to archers around the world. And perhaps the toughest test of all, the test of time. Black Widow. They are getting some weird sponsorships for Black Widow. I would think that, like, a bow maker would go after Hawkeye, but what do I know about any of that marketing jazz? I'm just a guy talking about stuff, reading things out of a out of a book. I I didn't really think that all that info that we got from the uh, the handbook was, like, super sufficient, so I went out and I got, I got my Marvel role-playing game adventure guide, and inside of this they have, like, some profiles about different characters and stuff, and I like how they, um, how they quantify the... The various, like, statistics and skills of the characters. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna kind of go over this really quick and we'll, we'll see what we have to say about this. This is all, like, role-playing stuff. I don't have any of the, like, the specifics or whatever. If you're gonna ask me, like, specifically what some of these things mean, I can't say. It's, it's all just is what it is. It's kind of, kind of interesting. Her fighting skills are rated as incredible. Her agility is remarkable. Her strength is good. Her endurance is excellent. Her reasoning is good. Intuition, incredible. Psyche, good. Her health is 100. She has 60 karma points. For equipment, she carries the Black Widow's costume, which is made of Nomex, fire-resistant, triple-weave Kevlar-lined material. Her, um, her costume protects against damage, but it's also light-sensitive, and it darkens when there is more light in the area, providing the following. Excellent body armor versus a physical attack. It's good versus energy attack. It has blending, which means the suit is light-adaptive, and it provides remarkable blending abilities, which gives you one on your stealth. Very cool. Let's take a look at her Widow's Bite. That is her gauntlets, the yellow bracelets that she has on her wrist that are also like, they're like zip-zaps and blasters and stuff. These are a Widow's Bite bracelet with various devices. Devices. These devices are an electro blaster, which can release energy up to four areas, a gas launcher, a cable launcher, like a rope, like she can shoot out like a rope and swing on it. It has a radio, so she can like jam some tunes. I don't, I don't know what she would really listen to per se. Maybe, maybe like popular music would be, would be my guess. 101, 104.9 K hits, which is now 107.9 K hits, I think. It also, it also has wall crawling at a remarkable level in the gloves and the boots, so she can just like go straight up. Like, straight up a building, like, she's going to Pete Parker. And then the belt, it also explodes. Like, you could throw it at somebody, and it will, like, completely blow up in their grill. But then, you don't have a belt anymore. And the belt has all kinds of, like, little pockets and stuff, like a bat belt, whatnot. It's also, it's also pretty cool. She has two, two of these bracelets. Her talents include that of a weapon specialist, martial arts, detective skills, espionage, military She's multilingual, she has Russian, she has English, and I would imagine there's some kind of like Middle Eastern dialects and Spanish and things like that in there as well. Also leadership, which which she showed as a, the, um, the head honcho of the Avengers and the Defenders and the Champions, all at different points 
Black Widow. What else can we gather from this before we move on into some other stuff? It says that early in her career, she was involved with Hawkeye. And when Hawkeye decided to no longer follow his criminal path, that that, that made her start resenting her own activities. This is one of the things that kind of kind of led her to be the hero that we know now. She also had a brief partnership with uh, Daredevil. Later still, she joined with other superheroes to lead them as the champions. The champions were kind of dope. They had like uh, Ghost Rider and her and Hercules and stuff. Hercules is like, he's like a demigod. So letting him rule, uh, letting you rule over him rather is is something to uh, brag about. She was also um, an Avenger. She eventually became the chairperson. But during that time that she was, the team fell apart. She also, she has also received the dose of the Russian version of the super soldier serum. So she has... She has a lot of, uh, like, Steve Rogers-type abilities, and the, the potion causes her to age at a different pace every five years for her. It's like one year for us, so she's gonna, she's gonna keep going on and on and on, way past the break of Dizon. For the last bit, we will look at some Black Widow merchandise and comics. That's uh that's a good idea, honestly. Not a not a not a bad one at all. Let's hop on the online marketplace known as eBay to see what what the first appearance of the Black Widow in the Marvel universe goes for. This is a Marvel book that came out in 1964. It is Tales of Suspense number 52 and I'm looking right here at what I did was I typed that into the eBay and then I, I went up to highest. I wanted to see like what is the most expensive one there is available right now and then we'll We'll kind of take a look down to see some of the, the cheaper ones. You can you can pick up right now as we speak, if you have the money and you want it bad enough, a graded CGI, is it CGI? I don't even know. CGI graded 8.0 Tales of Suspense number 52 for $6,750. That is a lot of money. That is no doubt a lot of money. Way more than I would ever want to spend on a comic book. But that does feel a little bit undervalued to me. I, I think that like overall as a character, for whatever reason, Black Widow is kind of, kind of undervalued. She doesn't have that... She doesn't have that gravitas or respect that a lot of the Avengers seem to get. I mean, even the even the Falcon's first appearance is somewhat near that. I'm looking I'm looking at some Black Widow related comics and the Taskmaster. He's a character that's going to be appearing in the movie. He's one of my favorites of all the times in Spaces. His first appearance, which came out in like I don't even know, it's like the 80s. I'm thinking you can pick that one up CGI graded for like two thousand dollars. He doesn't seem like he doesn't seem to me. Like, one-third of the character of Black Widow. Black Widow's like a Hall of Famer, but for whatever reason, man, when when she came out, they didn't, like, they didn't give her, like, that Princess Leia push. Like, when Star Wars came out, there was, like, Princess Leia merchandise as much as there was, like, any other merchandise. Well, probably not as much as, like, Han and Luke, but there was, like, there was a lot of Princess Leia merch because they wanted to play to the female audience, and there's just not a lot of Black Widow merch, not a lot of... Not a lot of interest in her comics either, to be honest. I'm trying to scroll down long enough. You can get a first appearance of the Red Guardian. That is Avengers number 43. It looks like 1968. You can get that one for $289, graded graded 9. Let's, let's scroll down a little bit. I don't actually own any graded comics, man. Not even, not even like one. I don't know why. I think they're fine, but... uh. I wouldn't really like, I'm not interested in going through the process of grading them. I just like put them in bags and put them in boxes. I hang some on my walls. I'm trying to get down to where we can see the first ungraded Black Widow. And you know what? 
It doesn't look like there is an actual factual ungraded copy of the first appearance of the Black Widow on the online right now. That's that's interesting. I guess it's just going to show you that people are, are taking their comics down to the uh, down to the greater shop and doing all that stuff with them. There have been there have been like numerous, numerous, numerous Black Widow action figures over the years. Everything from like hot toys, which are like these amazingly detailed like works of art, as far as toys go. These are going to cost you, like, I'm not even kidding, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. There's one by SH Figure Arts, which, um, they talk about action figure blues, like, all the time. These SH Figure Arts toys, and I, I have never not even owned one. Way out of my price range. Give it up to them for that. Shout out to Engineer Nerd. I also can see there are, like, a bunch of different Marvel Legends. I, myself, I did have a Marvel Legend one of her from the... From the first movie. I think it was the Iron Man? I don't even know. I think I think it could have been, but I wanted the idea of uh, owning a Scarlett Johansson action figure. So I hunted and hunted and hunted for that one. That one was hard to find. And I bought it. And it had it on the wall in the office for the longest time. And then at one point, it like, it fell down. It fell up the wall and it went behind my TV stand. And I just kind of, I just kind of forgot about it. At first I was like, oh, I got to get that. But it was... It was going to be kind of a process to move the TV stand, and I didn't really feel like dealing with it that day. And then over time, I just kind of, I just kind of forgot. And then I pulled it out. I pulled it out one day when I was looking for something back there, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot that I had this. And I, I kind of wasn't all that interested in it anymore. So I put it up on the eBay, and I sold it back for like pretty much what I bought it for. I'll, I'll do that from time to time. If I have something and I don't really feel like storing it, I realize I'm never going to open it and play with it. I'll just like... I'll just, like, put it up on the online to see if I can make my money back and maybe make somebody else happy that they they now own it. There are, like, a few different Black Widow, like, children's cosplay sets. You know, the kind of kind of stuff that you would have gone bananas for as a kid, but um, just seems kind of kind of weird now as an adult. But, like, they have, like, little sets with, like, Black Widow gauntlets and various weapons and stuff. There's also, like, a replica, like, a spot-on replica of her famous gauntlets from the, uh, from the comics. The Widow Sting or whatever they whatever they call it, they make these, like, these, like, spot-on actual factual recreations of, like, different superhero weapons. There's, like, Captain America's shield, there's, like, Mjolnir and all these things. And I think that, like, if I was, like, some rich creep that had, like, a, a whole entire extra room that I could set aside for something like this, it might be kind of cool to, like, put aside a room in the house and make it seem like you're some kind of supervillain who's, like, defeated all kinds of heroes. And you're like, ah, look here, my friend, Captain America's shield. This is from when I knocked him out. Here are here are the Hulk's pants, those pants with their uh, shredded edges when I, when I killed him in a fist fight. And kind of have a wall with, like, eight TVs, like, eight, eight tube TVs all in a row playing different channels at the same time. Because you're just, like, you're, like, a heinous villain. I gotta admit, though, there is, like, a severe lack of, like kind of cool Black Widow toys in comparison to, like, Cap and all these guys. I realize Cap's, like, a little bit more toyetic. He has a shield and all these cool things, but as far as, like, as far as that goes, it kind of feels like there's a lot of, like, high-end action figures. Here's a Hot Toys, $300. Another Hot Toys, $300. $300. $300. All kinds of things like that, but then when you get kind of down to the, um, it's like the less expensive toys. There's, like, there's, like, Marvel Legends. They recently came out with, like, an animated version of the Marvel Legend. I mean, comic-accurate Marvel Legends. Here's here's a Toy Biz Famous Covers, which is kind of neat. Toy Toy Biz put all these 8-inch dolls that are very similar to Mego. They're Mego style. But you can get the, uh, you can get Aunt May and the Black Widow's Famous Covers for only 20 bucks. It's actually not a bad deal. The Black Widow, the Black Widow herself 
feels like she's worth 20 bucks as a as a fig and it's the old school 80s version with the yellow belt and the yellow wristy deals but you're stuck with you're stuck with Aunt May. This isn't Marissa Tomei Aunt May. This is this is old Aunt May, which is cool, but not not as cool. Of course, she's been like a pop vinyl. Everyone has been a pop vinyl. Everyone except for me. I would say no if they ever asked. But there's there's all kinds of stuff like that. Here is a Happy Meal prize that came out in 2019, Avengers Endgame, with her in a Black Widow suit. She's number six in the set. All kinds of stuff like that. Various blind boxes, but I don't know, man. Nothing that really, like, nothing that really seems fitting for, like, a character of uh, the Black Widow's importance in the world. I, I feel like that's about it, man. I feel like we've gotten to the end. I feel like we've covered a lot of fun things. We've had a good time. We've all enjoyed being together. We've enjoyed learning about something new. And it's always, always important to learn about new things. So, guys, this is me, Icy Robots. I'm going to get up out of here until we speak again. Let me power down the station, grab a hold of this, turn this down. Hey, make my marvel. This has been Icy Robots Radio Production. I see robots radio is a listener supported in day ah. If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week. Black Widow.